Fierce ladies, welcome to the Moms in Real Estate podcast, where we unleash our unapologetic power to share the raw truth of our journeys. Brace yourself for a dose of empowerment, education, and encouragement like never before. I'm Kristen, a relentless entrepreneur obsessed with connecting and uplifting fellow boss babes. In this podcast, we're all about getting down to business, conquering motherhood, nurturing relationships, and so much more. Get ready to dive into the nitty gritty, embrace the hustle, and unravel the secrets of success in the world of real estate. We're here to ignite your fire, equip you with the knowledge, and unleash your limitless potential. Tune in as we redefine what it means to be a true boss babe. Today, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a remarkable mom who's made a name for herself in her community with her unique mom walks, her vibrant social media presence, and her unwavering commitment to community involvement. Bree is not only a dedicated mother to two adorable toddlers, but also she's been making waves in real estate industry for the past three years. Her passion for what she does shines through every aspect of her work, making a true inspiration to all moms in real estate. Throughout this episode, we'll dive into Bree's journey, learning from her experiences and gaining valuable insights into her success. From her engaging social media strategies to outstanding community engagement, we'll explore the secrets behind her thriving real estate career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired as Bree Fitzgerald joins us on Moms in Real Estate. Welcome to the show, Bree. How's it going? I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Why don't you start off by just giving us a little bit of your real estate journey? Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I got into real estate through my mom. She's been in the real estate world for about almost 10 years. And I come from a background of like retail and customer service. um, And she would always tell me, you know, see how I work with my customers and be like, Hey, you need to get, you need to get into real estate. Like you'd be so good. And I didn't want to, I know I've listened to your past podcasts with other people. And it's always the same thing with someone who has a parent in real estate. And it's like, no, I don't, I see how hard you work. I see you on the phone all the time. I don't want to do that. (laughs) So that is kind of where I came from. Um, and then good old, pandemic happened and everything changed. Um, I got pregnant and it's unexpectedly with my, my daughter, um, when my son wasn't even a year old yet. So I knew I needed to pivot and, and, and do something different. So my mom was like, Hey, why don't you just help me out? Do my backend stuff, um, do my marketing. And I was like, all right, sure. I'm not doing anything else. I got another baby on the way. So, um, I will, I'll give it a whirl. And, uh, I did. I went through the classes and um, got my license. I passed the test the first go around, which was awesome. And I just kind of shadowed my mom, saw how she worked. And three months later had my first closing and my baby in the same week. Um, Yeah. I thought that was so cool. So if you guys didn't catch that, she had her second baby the same week that she had her first closing, which is so cool. So I kind of want to, you know, go back to just your, your journey and let's talk about the fact that you didn't want to be in real estate. And then all of a sudden the pandemic, the pandemic happens and you know, you have to make a pivot. So why did you have to make a pivot? I wasn't doing anything else. I helped my family's shop. We had a boutique gift shop here in our cute downtown Prescott area. Um, And right as COVID was starting, we mutually decided to close the shop. So 
thank God we did because it, we would have died anyways. Um, but it was just better for the family, for me, for my brother who was working with me too. We just decided to close it up and I loved it. It was super sad, but I knew it was just the best decision for everybody. And so I wasn't working at all. And I never not worked. Like I, <laughs> I love to work. I've never, you know, with the shop and, um, I never dreaded going to work or anything like that. So I wasn't doing anything. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people were in that same boat in that time. So I just knew I, I was, I was eager to try something new and, and give it a whirl and see how I, how it went. Um, so yeah. When you started doing like the back end stuff for your mom, what did you realize about yourself? Was it like, you know what? I hate paperwork. I like more of the face to face. Like, what did you discover? Cause I feel like that is like, when you get thrown into that role, you really figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are in the real estate industry. Yeah, absolutely. I, I shadowed my mom and I realized what I liked was being out with clients and seeing the houses, learning the lingo. And, um, but yeah, the paperwork side of it, all of that was, I mean, who likes paperwork? That's, that's the boring. Some people do, which is <laughs> great because we need true. those people. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what I realized in that time of kind of shadowing my mom and, um, her mentoring me was I didn't fit into the traditional role of, of, what I guess everybody thinks of as a real estate agent with a business suit and a pencil skirt. And, um, I am very casual. I wear my vans. I love jeans, you know, but obviously I look put together. Um, and I just realized I wasn't, I was after a little while, I was kind of trying to, to be something that I wasn't, and it, it wasn't working for me. I wasn't I was trying too hard. Um, and then getting that whole imposter syndrome. I mean, that's really hard to avoid when you first get into real estate any, anyways, but, uh, yeah. So after I had my baby, I really, I dove into social media immediately because that's for marketing, because, you know, I'm a new agent trying to get my footing in in this whole new world. And, so I stuck with social media and I was like, this is going to be my, my way of marketing myself. When I had my baby, I really just shared the real side of having a newborn, trying to work, um, in those newborn months, I really dove into listening to podcasts and learning everything that I possibly could. Uh, and I shared all of that and I took my kids with me if I needed to and shared all that. And that's the way I think people connected with me. Um, and I kind of made my space in the real estate space. Yeah. Well, and I think that's such a good point because, you know, I can literally feel for you when you were showing up in a pencil skirt and high heels and feeling like it has to look a certain way. And I think that when you said like, it wasn't working for you, people can feel when you don't feel comfortable. We were actually talking about this yesterday. I admire all the women that can wear the pencil skirts and the high heels, but when I put that stuff on, I literally feel so uncomfortable in my own skin that I'm like, you know what? It, it doesn't work for me. And so I'm a Vans and jeans type of girl too. I actually am wearing Converse today or no, 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 not Converse, Doc Martens. <laughs> was like, ah. So I'm a little fancier than my Chucks today, but <laughs> yeah. So it, but it really like, if you want to show up authentic and make genuine connections with people, then you have to feel comfortable in your own skin. And that does go to what you're wearing. I completely think that that's so true. I think a big thing for me was I felt like I needed to, to dress and look the part because 
So I, I look really young. People think I'm like 16 years old and I'm very short. I'm like just at five feet on a good day. So people, I, I definitely get the feeling that people judge me or don't take me seriously sometimes because of that, especially being new when I kind of, you know, I still was learning. So I didn't have that confidence and then throwing in, you know, a whole nother just. Well, and you said, um, you know, in your questionnaire, like one thing that real estate's really done for you has helped your confidence. How has it helped your confidence? So ever since I really, it took me a minute to realize that everybody has their own business and they can run their business however they want to. I didn't have to be that image that I thought I needed to be, to be successful. And I, once I realized that and started, um, making my own connections, getting my own leads and, um, honestly making a lot of friends through real estate, whether it be, um, through actual like seller buyer leads or title agents or lenders. Like mm -hmm. I really, I started just creating this community and getting a lot more confident and also connecting with a lot of moms because they saw what I was doing and mom entrepreneurs even too. So it was really, it, I think the combo of that um, really helped me grow and realize I can be who I am and work with my kids and have my own personality and still be successful. Yeah, you 100% can. So one thing that you're known for in your community is these mom walks that you started. And I love this because I think that there's so many moms that are getting into real estate that want to do something around other moms, but they don't really know what that looks like. So how did your mom work, uh, walks come about? And then what do they look like today? Okay, so I actually wanted to do them a long time ago, even before I had kids, I just wanted to get a group of girls together because um, we have such a cute downtown area with our courthouse square. Um, it's all green, huge trees, and then the beautiful building in the middle. It's just, And then our downtown has all the cute coffee shops. It's just so picturesque and in, in a sweet mm -hmm. town. So I always wanted to do something like that, but I never did because like I said, I was shy. I was not somebody to like reach out to people for any reason other than, you know, than somebody I already knew. I was really reserved um, until I got into real estate. And then, you know, I had my baby and I had this urge to connect with other moms and get outside, even if it's just for an hour. Hi, it's Barbara with your tax coach. And we love helping entrepreneurs save money on their taxes. Here's a quick tax tip. Improvements to your property, whether it's your personal residence or an investment property, helps increase what's called your basis, and it will help you pay less in taxes when you sell the property. So don't forget to always improve your properties. For more info, follow us on Instagram at yourtaxcoach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com. And I'm also part of a, a mom's Facebook group, and there's always, every day, I see posts on there of moms like, I have a kid who's 18 months old and another one who's three, and I need to get out of the house. I have no friends. I, or I just moved here and I don't know anybody or something like that. I saw that people were wanting to connect. And so I'm like, well, let's start a mom walk. It's super casual. Um, I just started it. I, I don't even do like a specific day of the month or anything. I kind of just fit it into my schedule. <clears throat> um, so I just invited, and it's all through social media. I just, you know, invited anybody who wants to come 
meet us at the courthouse square on a certain day and time at the fountain. There's like one specific fountain. So everybody knows where to meet and, uh, you know, whoever shows up, shows up and we just meet and chat and introduce ourselves. And then we just kind of do a couple laps around the, around the square. And then we'll, um, sit and pick an area on the grass and let the kids run around and play. And, and then, and then that's it. I mean, sometimes I'll like meet for coffee before the, the walk or um, like the last walk we met at a cute new um, like bakery and ice cream shop. I try to incorporate local businesses in it wherever I can, because I used to have a local business. So I, and I know a lot of people who uh, are entrepreneurs and business owners in town. So I try to, you know, get new, new customers to them too. And so let's talk about like when you first started, um, was it you and a handful of people? And now today, how many people come? Oh my gosh. Yes. So at first there was a handful of people and it was just people I directly knew it was, um, you know, nobody, I typically knew everybody that came in. It was probably like three people, including my own mom and my sister or something like that. And then sometimes, especially in the winter, it's colder here. We get a little bit of snow. Um, there was a couple of times where it was literally just me and my mom or me and one other person. And, you know, it would be, it's kind of discouraging because you're like, well, okay. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you know, I was going to, I'll go, I like to go downtown and walk anyway. So it's kind of, I try, you know, I, I didn't let it hurt my ego too bad, <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, it, the, it's, it's a good, huge. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's a good, thing to always like remember everything big start small and I wanted to really like show everyone that it did start out small it showed up it started out where it was people that you knew and then in order for it to grow you do it consistently every single month right yep. um and I think that that is so powerful to show people the process and not just the end result absolutely the so now I I had a, I, I mean, they're all different and it depends on if it's a weekday or a weekend, you know, whatever, but I can say confidently the last couple mom walk, like this year, they have consistently been like pushing 10 or more people, um, and then throw in multiple kids. So it's just absolute madness, which is mom life. And that's what I try to make a parent. Like we wait and cause you know, I'm borderline late for everything if my kids are involved. So I, <laughs> you know, I give people grace and it's fine. Sometimes I'm almost late for my mo own mom walk and that's just life and it's okay. It's, it's a super casual thing. So I try to, you know, make people not worry about it or, you know, if they're late, then they can see our big group walking around the square, just jump in and, uh, and join us. Yeah. So let's talk about being late because, um, one of the things, you know, this morning I thought of you because I had read through your questionnaire and, uh, you struggle getting out of the house every day. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is so hard. And you said, it doesn't matter how early I get up. And I was thinking I get up every single morning at five or earlier sometimes. And no matter what, it's always such a shit show that last 30 minutes before I get out the door, I'm like, why can I never get this part down? No, 100% same. I, I don't know the answer to that. I wish I did. I try, I will try to like prep things the night before. So like the kids lunches, but no, we, or you make it, we make it like right on time. I'm, I'm never really like late, especially if it's a work thing. I'm like right on time. <laughs> 
So I don't think my issue is the late part. It's like, I'm excessively early sometimes, but I will be just like, it's what I know what time I'm trying to get out the door and just the chaos before it is just always so next level. (laughs) Like, and I think it's because my boys, like they, you know, they're six and eight now and I, I leave or I don't leave, but I, um, I put a lot of the responsibility on them for brushing their teeth and putting their shoes on and being like out the door ready. And I'll be like, Oh my gosh, like you haven't done any of this stuff. And I totally assumed you did, which is bad on my part. Cause I know that they, they do not do what they're supposed to do. So yeah, it is, it is definitely a struggle, but I do know that the advice that somebody that had it together would have is exactly what you said make the meals before lay out the clothes, make sure their backpacks are good to go. Make sure they have fresh water bottles in the fridge. That is one thing that takes me so much time in the morning is clean water bottles and then filling them up with water, making sure there's ice in them, all that kind of stuff. So food, yeah, it's the little things is yes. And mine are, so my kids are now two and a half and almost four. So, you know, they still need my help in the oh, two yeah. and a half still in diapers. Like getting her changed and dressed, putting her hair up in a little ponytail. That is that alone, the hair, (laughs) brushing that little girl's hair and getting it in a ponytail with her out, her trying to squirm and run away is like, and then, you know, you have the straw, you get their shoes on. Well, the next you're about ready to walk out. Well, where'd your shoes go? You had your shoes on two seconds ago and now you don't have your shoes. (laughs) It's like, now they're MIA. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. You can't even bite them. (laughs) Um, okay. I have a question for you. Um, If you, is there anything that was like kind of a misconception to you in real estate that once you got into real estate, you're like, that's not actually true. Um, yeah, kind of, um, a few things. Like, I feel like there's this idea that all real estate agents make a lot of money and it's easy money. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that, and just the whole concept of, you know, um, I, there's like a meme or something out there that says I quit my nine to five job and now I work 24 hours a day. Like there's that whole thing too. Like you don't realize when it comes to working in real estate, it's, it's basically, it's a lot of like on call, like, yeah, especially with low inventory, you know, a house pops up and you've got buyers, especially first time home buyers in that lower price range. They need to go see it like right now and submit an offer right now. If you want to win it for them. So I think there's that. And then just the unexpected expenses that come with running your own business in general, that people, Mm -hmm. if you've never done it before, don't realize. I mean, we do our marketing where the coordinator of everything within the business of our business. So it's just, I think those were um, very eye-opening to me once I really got my, got going. Yeah. You think that, oh, I'm going to get this huge commission check. It's all going to go in my pocket, but really it gets divvied up so many different ways too. So it is, it's very, um, very interesting. Cause I do hear that all the time. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're making this much money. And I'm like, oh, well, it's not that much money at the end of the day, but. Right. Well, and then it, so I always think about this. I think it's hilarious. Uh, do you watch selling sunset? Uh, sometimes whenever my husband's gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Mine will absolutely not allow that either. <laughs> He walks in the room and he's like, I'm gone. Um, but I think it's so funny when they show, you know, the house, the list price, and then what the commission would be on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did some digging and I realized that is based on so many, so many things that they're assuming, um, you know, 
the percentage and then what would the agent actually take home after giving it to their broke, you know, giving the brokerage portion of it, paying any taxes, stuff like that. So it's just that, that always well, that's why, you know, you hear so many new agents saying like, you know, I was watching HDTV and blah, blah, blah. And they think that, you know, getting into real estate is so glorious, but look what they're watching. You know, they're like, look at how much I can make. And so it is definitely, I think that the TV shows Bravo and HDTV and all those will, will definitely make them think something that is false. Oh yeah. I mean, they glorify everything. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we're going to end our episode today with a fun question. And I really like this one. Um, and answer, answer it as quick as you can, and then explain like your reasoning behind it. So which real estate related movie or TV show character do you think would make the best real estate agent and why? Oh, real estate related movie. Oh, that's throwing me off. Um, Ah. <laughs> actually oh, okay. you know what I'm gonna change it a little bit so just think of any tv or show character that you think would make a great real estate agent okay I don't know why this is the very first character that came to my mind um and it is um Anna from Frozen <laughs> that's awesome wait she's the she's the brown-haired she's the, sister yeah yeah yes just because she is kind of like headstrong and when she sets her mind to something it does it and accomplishes it um and I don't know why that's the first first character that I know out. why it's because you have two toddlers at home <laughs> that explains it <laughs> you're watching selling sunset and frozen that is yeah. what's up on your free time for yeah. sure <laughs> that's, those are the picks <laughs> I love that. Well, it's been so much fun having you on. And if anybody wants to follow you on social media, what is your Instagram handle? Prescott homegirl, I guess. So I keep saying Prescott. If you're not from here, it is spelt like Prescott. Mm -hmm. um, locals say Prescott. So my uh, Instagram and Facebook is Prescott homegirl. And um, yeah, I'd be so happy to connect with anybody. That is so true. I've called it Prescott my whole life. And it, and then whenever I meet somebody from Prescott, they say Prescott. And I'm like, wait, I've been saying it wrong my whole life. That is Why so that? funny. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. It's been great having you on. Thanks so much, Bree. Thank you, Kristen. This is Barbara with your tax coach. One of my favorite tax tips is called a 1031 exchange. It's where you have an investment property and you sell it for a gain. You can take that gain and put it into a new investment property and pay nothing in taxes. For more info, follow us on Instagram at yourtaxcoach or go to our website, yourtaxcoach.com.